0: Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast
1: Radio. Well, my first guest, Mary Liz Trant, is the director of the newly formed National Apprenticeship Office, and she joins us now to tell us why interest in apprenticeships is now at a record high in Ireland. Mary Liz, we'll be discussing your role in the newly established National Apprenticeship Office, but first, I'd like to get an insight into your own career.
0: Morning, Carl. I'm a teacher by background. I started off teaching early school leavers, actually, and then moved on to second level students uh, working in Ballyfermat. And then I moved into, you know, the the education world. I I started working in higher education and then on to Solace and and into the whole area of apprenticeship. And that's what led me to my current uh, new role in, in the National Apprenticeship Office.
1: And of course, the National Apprenticeship Office is a brand new organisation. So what can you tell us about the National Apprenticeship Office and what you hope to achieve over the coming years?
0: Well, the the office has been uh, announced by Minister Simon Harris, the Minister for Further and Higher Education. And it's it's a big um, new development to, uh, I suppose, to, to really uh, uh, get apprenticeship moved into a whole new phase in Ireland. Um, there's been a lot of work underway over the last five years to expand apprenticeship, um, and uh, there was an action plan, a new action plan, then launched by the minister last year, um, which, which kind of set out um, additional investment and a very ambitious plan to, uh, to to put apprenticeship kind of on the map in Ireland as a, a major route to skills development. The big ambition is that by you know by 2025, as set out in the plan, um, you know there will be 10,000 apprentices registering in any one year. Um, and well over ten thousand employers using apprenticeship um to get talent and to keep talent
1: twenty twenty one was a record year for new apprentices registering in ireland wasn't
0: it that's right. We actually had over eight thousand six hundred by the end of uh, by the end of of twenty twenty one that's actually as high as it was before the crash and if people remember apprenticeship was a big casualty of, of the crash back in two thousand and eight. Um, you know, there, there was, uh, you know, just overnight, there was a lot of apprentices lost their jobs and apprenticeship got in, you know, was in a really difficult situation for a number of years as the economy struggled. Um, but we're delighted now that it's, you know, it's built back up and it's built back up in a very sustainable way.
1: Mary Liz, what do you put this increase in demand for apprenticeships down to?
0: Well, I think last year there was a lot of pent up demand. Um, so, you know, 2020, obviously, as everybody knows, Ireland, as well as most other countries, um, you know, in the world were kind of shut down. There was a, you know, there was a lot of, of people just not able to do what they wanted to do. And, and a lot, you know, the, so the numbers in apprenticeship were down. So I think part of what we saw last year in 2021 was that starting to bounce back. Um, but also, you know, a lot of new investment in areas like climate action, in construction. We've got the very, you know, the housing for all strategy. Um, construction has always been a very strong kind of performer, with you know, using apprentices to, you know, to, to, to as, you know, to develop craft people and skilled people. So, so that's been very strong. But also, um, as apprenticeship has kind of expanded into whole new industry areas, everything from tech to uh, biopharma, to engineering, uh, to hairdressing, to hospitality. Um, we've seen employers in 2021 kind of really starting to recognize it as a way to you know, get really good people, train really good people, and then also to keep those people you know, I- you know, I- in their companies as their companies start to grow again.
1: And traditionally, it has to be said that there has been a certain amount of snobbery directed towards apprenticeships. Is this changing and what needs to be done to bring apprenticeships on par with third-level options?
0: There was a, maybe a sense, and, and, you know, still hear it sometimes of, you know, that, that, that kind of route is for, you know, you know for, for people who are good with their hands or, you know, that they, they kind of prefer that kind of approach. I mean, now that we have 62 programmes on offer, They go all the way up to PhD level. They're in 16 different industries, 21st century industries. I think people are starting to understand now that, you know, employers are looking for really good talent. And it's a really practical um, and really, you um, you know, value for money, I suppose, way of getting your skills and getting into a career. And what we've seen over the last number of years is that the actual number of people looking for apprenticeship opportunities has really mushroomed. So, you know, there might be a job going, a local employer, and, you know, there, there might be maybe, you know, dozens of applications for that one job. So there's, I think definitely the message is starting to get through to young people and older people, you know, who are looking maybe to career change career, that apprenticeship is a really good way of getting your qualification keeping your, your earning going and, you know, getting your really practical workplace skills. Um, and and it's a really viable option. And it's really more about a way of learning than anything else. And I think as that message starts to get through, you know, the wider understanding that actually this is a valued and, um, you know, and valuable way of, of, of building a career, I think that's going to kind of... Um, you know that, that you know people are going to understand that much better. The other big thing, Carl, is that um, apprenticeship options are now included on the CAO platform in 2022. So when people go on to the CAO now um, and they're looking at their options, they can click in and they can see all of the 62 apprenticeship options as well and get the information on that and think about that as an option. And it's not a case of saying either or. I'm going to do you know apply for college, academic college, or I'm going to apply for apprenticeship. People can do both.
1: Yes, I think that's a very positive development. And I've always been a believer as well, Mary-Liz, that apprenticeships are the solution in some respects to long-term unemployment.
0: Like one of the things that we were so pleased about last year when we got those you know, six hundred plus uh, registration was every single one of those was a job. And we know that the profile of apprentices is still relatively, you know, it's under 25, you know, relatively young people. And like all other countries, we had a lot of youth unemployment because of the pandemic. So that was a fantastic contribution to that to that challenge. Um, And, you know, so 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 I think, you know, that that, that's that's very significant. We have now as of the beginning of this year, there's over 24,000 people training in apprenticeship in the country. That's 24,000 jobs that employers are providing while they're also training people and giving people career, you know, career development. So, so it is, I think, you know, I agree it's, it's hugely significant. And the big thing is now, how do we expand that and grow that and, you know, and, and make it even bigger and, and more significant than it has been up to now?
1: And before Christmas, Minister Simon Harris announced an annual grant of €2,000 for employers who employ apprentices in one of the 37 apprenticeships which have been established since 2016. What can you tell us about the eligibility criteria for this grant and how can employers apply for
0: it? We're just finalising the details which are going to go up on www.apprenticeship.ie, three simple steps for employers to you know to apply. You know to to be. You know find out if they're eligible for the grant and and how to actually how they're going to get access to it. So to run through those steps very briefly, um, an employer who employs an apprentice on one of those thirty-seven newer apprenticeships—that's the, the they aren't um, craft apprenticeships—and they you know the employers don't get a training allowance. They are eligible to get that two thousand euro per apprentice per year, um, and the way it will work is. Um, In um, May of this year, we will be writing to those employers because we have all of those records to confirm with them that they have that apprentice or apprentices um, on their books. And once they confirm that, um, we will then be making arrangements to give them uh, a first payment of €1,000. And then at the end of this year, then we will be making the second payment of €1,000. And that will be then, they'll be eligible then for, you know, a a further payment in 2023 um, and and onwards, depending on the length of the apprenticeship.
1: As you mentioned, there are new apprenticeship programs coming on stream every year. But are there any particular industries that you would like to see new programs developed in over the coming years?
0: Well, there's um, the whole digital world, Carl, and we have a network engineering apprenticeship and we have a really interesting kind of suite of apprenticeships of in cybersecurity coming down the track. As, he, as everybody knows, cybersecurity is so important now for for all companies. Um, so that's, that's really working well and developing. Um, but there's a whole load of other kind of new areas, you know, to do with um, data analysis, to do with data visualization, to do with, you know, how technology is optimized in our daily lives and, I think you know apprenticeship is going to play a really strong role in that over the coming years um, I also think you know the area of biopharma and pharmaceuticals you know other another really strong and growing area, and you know vaccines and all of all of that area of, that we're also familiar with from the last two years, so I think that's going to be another really strong one too and and maybe a final area i'd mention is um the whole area of green green energy renewable energies renewable technologies again we're seeing a lot of um, uh, employers and industry groups coming forward and inquiring about you know how you know um, developing apprenticeships in these areas well i suppose the the big one um carl is to um, you know, through the office is supposed to be, um, uh, you know, an innovator and a pioneer now in this next phase of expansion of apprenticeship in Ireland to get to a point where, you know, apprenticeship is on a par with all other education and training options. People look at it very seriously as, you know, an option, a way of actually developing their skills. And I think, you know, that's a that's a kind of a big goal um, and we have to work at it in a whole load of different ways and come at it from a whole load of different directions. But um, I think we're well on the way and I think that would be a super achievement, you know, over the next number of years. And, you know, the concrete outworking of that is that, you know, we have a very large and vibrant population of apprentices. Um, you know, uh, you know that are training at any one time in Ireland, well over 30,000 at any one time. We have very strong registrations each year. Um, our number of employers using apprenticeship as a pipeline, it grows. It's about 8,200 employers in the country at the moment. That grows up to maybe about 15,000 employers at least by 2025. So I, I think, you know, that there's... Um, you know, the, the, and, and, and we've a lot of kind of work to do to kind of really get this established and understood and known as a quality route um, to education and training and, and you know and, and to a career. Um, so that, but they are the kind of the, the big objectives that um, I, I you know I think if if we can if we can achieve those, and I'm confident we will. Um, I I think that would be a great step forward and and great development, you know, for, for the country as a whole.
1: Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Mary Liz Trant, a director of the newly formed National Apprenticeship Office, and it's fantastic to see apprenticeships getting the recognition and support that they richly deserve.
0: Southeast Radio's business matters with Carl Fitzpatrick.